What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers in a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, movies, TV, video games, anime, action figures, comic books, and more. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. You got Jack Walker Pearson, Richard Wilson, Christopher St. Victor. Rich, can I get it? Can I get a little something? Can I get a little applause or something? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, gentlemen, how was your week? What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you playing? What's going on? Week was good. I watched The Blackening. <laughs> how was that? I heard it's like the best satire horror since Scary Movie. Nah, I don't know. You may, you, may, you may need to watch it yourself because uh, it felt like, I don't know. I, did, I It felt like you're trying to find a tone, whether it was, there was a couple of moments where there was like tongue in cheek satire, a couple of moments where they were trying to take themselves seriously as a horror movie. And it was just weird. It just didn't know what it was. Um, it didn't capture like that same black like this is what I would do as like nope or like get out caught for for me. But mm-hmm. it was it was alright. But and nope it wasn't, that wasn't a comedy, right? But but nope. What the, the blackest moment in nope was when he was driving. He saw the thing in his mirror. And he's like nope. That's how <laughs> nope <laughs> nope. Yeah. That was the blackest moment in that movie. And I didn't have that kind of like. That same, that same like feeling when it came to the blackening. They weren't yep. doing things that was like y'all know we do not. Do yeah, that. I mean they 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 did talk about like stereotypes, but it was I don't know, it fell short for me. Okay. And then um, I got a new remote control car. I got a one eight scale E Revo. It does seventy miles an hour. It's huge. Seventy. Yeah. Wow. Can, uh, now, there's only one real important question about that. Does the Batman action figure fit in it? Uh, I, eh, not really. It's a Lexan body, but you could, you, could always, you could always figure out a way to put an action figure in it. Send it back. Wow. <laughs> wow. Send it back. Man. That's it. All right. Rich, how was your week, man? Uh, my week was all right. Just working. Working. Watched... Um... Can I pronounce this? Owaku? Owaku. Chambers? Yeah. I, I, I probably butchered that. It's on Netflix. It's um. It's pretty much takes place in like feudal Japan. The men are dying off of a disease. So women have now taken power. Mm. And, you know, women are have now risen to the ranks of uh, samurai. So all men are du- are dead, or they're all no, just they're dying? not dead, but they're like um now, in like the red light district where there will be like women and like women prostitutes. There are now men prostitutes selling that strange for change. Selling that strange for change, but not just not just selling strange for change. That they, they women go there to pay them to get pregnant. Oh, uh, this is that's interesting. So I mean, they got banks for that here. <laughs> mm, I guess. Well, but, I get, well, you said this is um, what time? Yeah. Where, where is this in the time it's period? Like, it's like feudal, feudal Japan. Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. Okay. So, Was that the thirteen um, hundreds? I don't know. First, we don't know. Well, <laughs> we just say though. feudal Japan. Uh, that's like five hundred, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, but yes, yeah, so feudal we're Japan. Following, we're following this one uh powerful samurai uh woman, and she had she. Brought up, brought upon a new uh, a samurai. Oh, he, he was training, but a, a new gentleman. Then he became her chamber, her bed. Cha- I forgot the name of it. 
but he was like the, the, the dude that was going to impregnate her and he got one request and then he would die so yeah he was going to spend one night with her mind you it was weird because he, he came in just regular as, as like a page Mm-hmm. You know, someone a, a gopher type of dude, and you know, two dude, three dudes in there try to like uh, push his push his cherry back. If you if you know what I'm saying, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I have no to, idea what you're they, saying. They try to push his shit back, man. Oh, <laughs> what are you watching? Uh, that's what I was saying. Like, what is the, what is going on here? Is this the, is this the the move here? But um, there's there's some there's some gay undertones in this. I'm just like, oh, okay. Wait, wait not hold that on. there's anything wrong with that. Unless you don't want to get your cherry pushed in, apparently yeah, they they try to they try to for because he came in very Essential. like uh, not comic uh, not 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 cocky but um you know Yo, he they, cocky or... they, they acted they acted high they they were acting high city on him they were like oh he was a poor like a uh, mountain boy or hick and he was like uh-huh. oh in case you didn't know my top knot is the way they're wearing it right now you just don't know because and my brown everyone's wearing this brown blah 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 so. He embarrassed the dude. The dude was like, I'm going to get payback on you. And him and th- two other dudes were about to, you know, hold what? him down. At first, world? it was like, it looked like it was about to be a beatdown because they held him down. And the other <laughs> dude was on top when he was off. like, yeah. Then all of a sudden, one dude started licking his neck. The other one started. I would have, I would love to have seen a reaction video of you watching it and then like, watching you say, am I watching what I Right? I was like, what is, what is this? But, but they're, they're all like, sick. But they're all I'm, sick. No, it's not that they're all sick. There's not that they're they're the only men on the on in the palace. Right? Well, listen, the... things worked differently back then. And to clarify, and, and I was wrong. Feudal Japan is set eleven eighty five A.D. to sixteen oh three A.D. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, Rich and I still now. don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> Men were still banging each other in this, in this thing. I'm just like, oh, so this is a thing, okay. But um, but yeah, we're getting, we're getting, we're getting. Okay, okay, Jack, I get it, I get it. <laughs> but people, uh, but pretty much women, it, it was like you, it was like a very important to get married and to have kids because there weren't that many men. So the men that are like- still around aren't sick. They they they're the only survivors. Yeah, they're the only survivors. They're only health. They're the only healthy ones. Okay. But then he died right after. No, he didn't die. It was like a whole thing. You, no, I don't know if I'm watching this. I'm not, <laughs> not going to tell you everything. Don't don't tell me everything. I might oh, watch yeah. it. This is I might put it on for Shay and say Rich really recommended this. <laughs> it really spoke to Rich. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a drama. It's not it's not that much action in it or anything like that. It's, it's more of a drama type of thing. I'm with that. A little bit I'm of a love that. story, I guess. Okay. And some okay. some un- undertones of homosexuality. That is, no, that's not under. There's no, there's nothing under about that tone, sir. <laughs> it was prison, prison. It was, that's what was I, happening there. Oz, man. Oz. Oh, bite the pillow, I'm going to dry. Like, we gonna, we gonna teach you. Chris is like on a mission to get us canceled. <laughs> uh, yeah, a, a, a one brother mission. Man, Jack, how was your on, week? Hold on, hold on, oh, really? you made it sound. Oh, come on then. That was got? the other one. Uh, I watched. Uh, oh, what's my call is back on. Um. Grownish, yeah, huh. season two. Oh, you you keep yeah. up with it? I gotta jump back in. I do. Yeah, yeah. Now they're now they're following around a brother, Junior. Yeah, he's great, yeah. and she's in, she's in it too. Well, actually, they're kind of doing a blend of both now. This is like a whole thing. Because she went to college for friend. real. Yeah, she went to college, and then she graduated college. So now no, I mean, like the, 
the actress went to college for real. That's why I think she's like not on the show as much. Cause she's uh, like, I'm going uh, to school. Good for her. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and that is it. Nice. Oh no, 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 no. Hell's paradise. Y'all, y'all. I don't, I don't know what y'all doing. <laughs> I don't know what y'all doing. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Jack, how was your week? Well, I got to keep it real. It's been one of the hardest weeks of my life. I'm still in Texas. I've I've come down here to be with my family. My pops is suffering from stage 4 cancer and it's it's a uh, he's taking it like such a champ, man. I mm. I cannot believe it. It's like the stuff he's going through and dealing with and he wakes up every morning if he slept at all. I'm sleeping mostly at the hospital the last two weeks. In between, I'm also renovating the house we live in, so it's a little more handicap accessible. So in between kind of doing those two things, you know, every time I'm in the hospital, this guy has, he's just so positive. It's crazy. He's, hello, and how you doing? And asking everyone else how their day's been. And it's like, you're sitting here in such such a crazy circumstance and just being so outrageously generous to everybody. So it's been it's been a wild week. I haven't watched any content other than what we're talking about, and that was kind of touch and go in between, you know, moments of sleeping and waking, and uh, I haven't read anything. So it's that, my whole week, my whole last two weeks have just been family-orientated, you know. Yeah, you don't have to watch superhero stuff when, you, when you're doing superhero stuff, Jack. Yeah. So, yeah. Come on, brother. Speak on it. Yo. Um, well, my week, Rich, I can't believe you didn't tell me to watch this because I've been freaking nine episodes and you did not tell me that I should watch this. What? Hell's Paradise. Oh, shut up. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that joint is fire. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, slept on right now. I watched eight episodes straight. It is a combination of Darwin's Game, Berserk, One Punch Man. And like, there's one more, Rich. Uh, what's the other? Because it's like it's like Berserk, the last episode. You see these creatures, Jack. Oh, freaking Attack on Titan. It's like a combination of all those elements. Because they go to this island, and you got weird creatures like at the end of Berserk, but they're like these giants like Attack on Titan, and it's like the Hunger Games. But it's also like One Punch Man, because this dude just... Has power levels that are ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's kind of like whatever about it. It's really good and very emotional. Um, I picked this up, Chris. You were reading this, Kick Ass. Oh, the, the, I had the, the new, girl. new girl. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I started it a long time when it first came out, and I think I was kind of like mad nah, they didn't. I didn't know why she put on this costume. Like they, there's no reference to to the original. Why? Yeah, I don't know. But then once you get past that, it's really freaking good. Like she could have been in any costume. My headcanon is just that dude probably was on the news and she decided to pick it up. Yeah, that's how how I reference it also. But they don't put that in there. She just puts it on to be this kind of vigilante Robin Hood type person. She's a veteran and she's she's a cool backstory. I wasn't going to cop it until I saw the fourth volume was her versus Hit Girl. So I'm like, oh, they are tying in the world. So okay, yeah. I, I want to check it out. And it's you know it's Mark Miller. So 
Um, and Chris, you see my T-shirt? I see your T-shirt. Yo, you know what's special about this T-shirt? What? I'm wearing a Batman T-shirt for those listening, which is everybody, but it's a Michael Keaton Ooh, you Batman T-shirt with mm-hmm. the three pro. Rich, you see that? <laughs> The three, the that's three, three. Yeah, you got two legs down there. Three. <laughs> hey, yo, hey. He's not doing that after eighty-nine. Hey, boy. Um, yo, Chris. Yo, I got a question for you, man. What's that, Lawrence? Why wasn't Aquaman able to finish college? Huh? Why wasn't Aquaman able to finish college? All his grades were below C level. <laughs> oh. oh Rich, you 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 queued up that note before I said my joke. You're a hater. No, it did not. It was right on right where it needs to be. (laughs) Jack laughed. I I thought it was gonna be like a school of fish thing, but come on. That's clever. clever. Come on, below sea level. That's clever. Yeah. That's like a popsicle joke, funny man. Popsicle joke, yeah. It did suck. (laughs) That was funny, Rich! No, you don't hit a button and give yourself an applause. I know you were looking I for it. it. Nothing. I was, I'm over here looking at what I'm going to talk about. I don't for like a, for the anime alley having and this I already much know power. What I'm going to talk about. All right. All right. Well, before that, Rich, let's go down the street and go left to the stop sign. We're going to go through that do not enter sign. We laugh at those things, and that's going to bring us to the collector's corner. It's show and tell time. Here at the Collector's Corner, we take toys out of our toy chest, comic books, our comic book shelf, and video games out of our video game case. We showcase it to the world. It can be worth millions of dollars or just sentimental. What do you guys got? All right, you got to let me go first. So, like I said, I'm in Texas, and I am sifting through a lot of stuff. And what I keep coming up against is... My father, (laughs) for the last 40-plus years, has just been collecting everything. Before the podcast started, I sent uh, the brothers some pictures of toys that are literally in Oscar the Grouch trash cans. They're in Oscar the Grouch trash cans because they're just stored outside because there's not enough space to put them anywhere, and they figured that's at least raccoon-proof. (laughs) <laughs> so I ain't going to go through the, I'm not going to go through the literally hundreds and hundreds of toys that I've been going through, but I will show you a couple cards I found because I have been going through baseball, football, hockey cards, uh, some of which are pretty cool. But while I was going through these, I found these unopened boxes. Dang, bro. Come on, man. 90s right. original Jurassic Park trading oh, cards good. from Tops. Which ain't really worth anything. That one. But some of them are fun. That's series one? Yes, yes. Okay. Is that Marvel series yes. one? Yes. Oh my so, goodness. I haven't seen that box. So this is. We were back exchange. <laughs> yes. So I've got two boxes of these that I found and then a whole pack of just Lucy's. And in the loose pack, I found this guy oh, that's valued on. at about $250. What I have and that. Then Wait, I, how much is that value? And then I. About well, depending on the grade, it's like two fifty. But if you have the Toy Biz version of this guy, if you have the Toy Biz version of the same car that was released the year after, you know I do fifty thousand dollars. And you know it's like torn up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I yeah. don't think it made it. Yeah, <laughs> look at this. These guys two fifty, and they're in just perfect condition. So I am actually going to send these in to get graded, see where they stand, and then I nice. found this guy. 
which is also just in like what, primo condition. For the podcasters, Jack, describe what we're looking at here, man. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, so this is uh, like Chris said; these are the Marvel Comics superhero trading cards uh, series one, and there's oh, whoa, 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 and these Wolverine ones are actually valued pretty high, and they're selling pretty good on eBay, and. So I'm just showing a few of them, but like I said, I found Unopen box. unopened Shit, boxes of these guys. So Shoot. I'm going to, what's funny about it is some of the loose cards sell more than an unopened box will. So I'm planning on Are you gonna open opening that? all these boxes. You're opening that box right there. I'm, I'm going to open the boxes and I'm going to pick, I'm going to cherry pick the nicest looking ones. And I'm actually going to send them in to get them graded. And then I'm going to try to sell them on eBay, and I'll let you know if Jack, I have any success. everything in that box is going to be the nicest-looking ones because it's an unopened, still plastic-sealed box. Well, all right, so I'll tell you a little bit about grading cards. For those of you who can't see and those of you who can see, the way cards typically get graded is if they have a border around them, and this one does, you get points for how well centered the image is on that border. Wow. So if it's slightly justified to the left or the right, you're going to get a point knocked off. If the corner is even like a cricket farted on it when you were pulling it out of the sleeve, you're going to get some points knocked off or, you know, decimal points knocked off anyways. And so it's like everything kind of counts against the grade. And trading cards, unlike comic books, comic books, a 9.8 is pretty much the gold standard. You got a 10... You pretty much, uh, you, you especially a ten of anything that's old, they're kind of unheard of. So you kind of make your own price tag. But cards are all based off of tens, so you need a perfect ten in order for the card to have any kind of significant value. Oh. So do I think I have any tens in the boxes? I don't know, but I'm going to find out. Ooh, Ooh. Well, thanks, Pop. Thanks, Pop. Wow. Wow. Rich, yo. Oh, hey, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> uh, so yeah, I ain't got nothing special. I just picked up uh this guy, Katsuki Bakugo. You know, actually, he's a pop. Oh. It's him in his 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 uh uniform or the yeah the workout uniform. What do you know? What is it? What's it called? The, the festival? This this school. Yeah, but it's a school uniform, gym, like yeah. an athletic uniform, and yeah. he's like blasting with his. Uh, he's blasting off, lifting up into the air. You see the clouds right there. Oh, let me, might show you the picture. See the clouds, and you got the flames coming from his blast coming from his hands. Pause, and um, <laughs> yeah, he just got that 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 determined look on his face, and yeah, he's going. Uh, he's going to go up into the collection. I got now. I need to redo all this. Because I got new pieces that need to go into the mix, and uh, and I got some shelves which I hope hopefully will will stay up there. Because I I got some double sided tape and hopefully got to peel the tape the paint off and mess my wall up. But you know, I'm gonna create a montage of Rich doing collector's corner. As his bedroom, as his room starts losing right. space, right. <laughs> <laughs> you're like to your left, I mean, like you don't have any. Look at that. Bro, I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Oh man, well done. 
Me. So a couple weeks ago, I read The Last Ronin, and I, I, I caught the NECA Last Ronin figure when I was in Utah. So this Sick. is the one. That, yeah, this yeah. is the one where he has the. There's two of them. The one where he doesn't have, I guess, he's, he doesn't have the hood up, mm-hmm. or he doesn't have, and this is the one with it. So it has all the weapons. I think, Rich, you have this, right? I got it. Lawrence yeah. has it. And I got oh, a dig for it. But I, I got yeah. the other variant, too. Yeah, so I was I was out at some shopping mall when I was in Warmintown, and I was like, you know what? I saw it. I was like, I got to cop it. That's a sick figure, man. Ooh. And even in po- in box, like I didn't even want to take mine out the box. I did, but it's it's a sick um yeah package too. I mean, the NECA figures always deliver. I have a toy that is amazing that Jack is going to hate on, but I don't care. I got my superpowers. Yeah, man, Batman yeah. figure. This is like the f- with three points of articulation. There it is. He doesn't disappoint. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five okay. points of articulation. But, I apologize. But yo, like this literally. So he actually has the Michael Keaton problem where his neck don't move. His neck no, does his neck move. Moves. That's the fifth oh, point of oh, articulation. Yeah. Jack, you didn't did you not collect superpowers figures? That I did back in the back in the sixties, right? No, the eighties. What? Right. How dare you? What? He's and he's a DC fan. You guys are really? shameful. Um and yo, look at this card back. This is exactly how they were when we were kids, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, Jack, how can, you're a DC Comics fan. How did you not collect these? I had them. You didn't have these. And I remember thinking it was weird that they moved like this then, too. Jack, <laughs> shameful. Like it worked when they wanted to fly, and that was Put it. some Half respect on it, Jack. Fly. You could move their, you ah. squeeze their legs and their hands move. That was like crazy in the 80s. Yes, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Suppressive. They held up, though. Happens. Those figures held up. They <laughs> did hold up. Too. And then I got back. And I got these on the, on the... Come on, man. If you a kid in the eight, Rick, Chris, you feel me. I'm, I'm, I'm about it. I'm about that and, life. And Rich, you appreciate this. I appreciate it. Jack, you're a hater. Hater. Anyways, Sorry. I'm tired of this abuse. Let's go down this alley and get a little bit more abuse. <laughs> I'm looking for that anime alley abuse. Give it to me, Rich. Nope. In the anyway. <laughs> so I'm gonna talk about something that I about showed on the on the IG page. If you if you're not following us there, you need to be. Um Gurren Ligon, also known as Tengen Tapa Gurren Ligon. In Japan, um, Gurren Lagann takes place in a future where Earth is ruled by the Spiral King, Lord Genome. He forces mankind in, uh, to live in isolated subterranean villages, and these villages have no contact with the surface or other villages, and are under constant threat of earthquakes. Select villagers called diggers are constricted, constrict, conscripted. To expand their homes deeper underground, Simon, a meek younger digger, ostracized by his peers, uh, finds him finds a best friend and older brother figure, and uh, uh, um, Canaan came in, came in, came in, came in, yeah. Anyway, Cam, he's a Cam. bombastic guy, right? We'll call him Cam. He's a bombastic guy, wears special shades, and he has a cape. Pretty dope. He's a pretty awesome guy. Um, and then he finds a key, a gunman, and this gunman is just a head for a larger uh, mech, right? So now he finds this, he goes out there, 
and starts wreaking a little bit of havoc. Him and him and Cayman. And then next thing you know, they make their way above ground, and now they're fighting the Beastmen because the Beastmen ruled the the above ground with the Spiral King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Beastmen are there to subjugate the humans and keep them underground. But only Beastmen are running around with the with the mechs. And now here comes this human in a mech. We can't have that. So now the Beastmen are out there trying to t- stop 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 uh, Cayman. And uh, Simon, but he ends up um, kicking ass pretty much. And he has a special, he has a special, he has a special Gundam. Well, well I'm calling them Gundam, but they're not Gundam. He has a special mech, and his mech can integrate and take over other other mechs. So it's pretty much, it looks like a head. He's like, he's inside a head. It forms a drill at the bottom. It drills, it's very violent. It drills into the mechs, and then he just takes over them. And it is just a great story. It, uh, you see the friendship between Simon and and uh, and Cayman. Uh, come on, C- Kamina, Kamina. And then Yoko comes into play. She's a she's a sniper out on the, on the top of the world from another village. So they end up in, interconnecting all the villages together. Humans uh, come up to the surface. They defeat the Spiral King. Oh, I probably shouldn't be. Going too deep into this, right? Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, it's a great story of friendship, uh, brotherhood, and and pretty much fighting for humankind. And listen, there's a, I'm not gonna lie, there's a few few tear jerkers in here, especially when you know when certain events happen, certain canon events happen. How but, many uh, seasons? Oh, how many seasons? It's like has it been on forever? Yeah, this, this is the old one. This is like 2007, if I'm not mistaken. There's a uh, 27 episodes. That's not too so, bad. That's, so that's not too like crazy. Two, that's, I think it's like two seasons. What do you think? How rich is it? Oh yeah, this is definitely a watch. I watched this a plenty of times. It's been a while since I watched it, but I, I watched it at least three times. Is it a must watch? Is is it a what are you doing with your life? Ah, uh, it, it's borderline. It, it's it's a great it's a great watch. It's uh it'll get to I mean you know as long as you have a heart, Chris. <laughs> um, no, you'll, you'll you'll definitely feel the um the connection between between Simon and and Cam, and you know it is when when things happen, it's like wow, that's that's nuts. You wouldn't expect that. Should I pause Hell's Paradise? Right? No, no, no. Finish Hell's Paradise because you're almost done with it. So might as well just finish that. Okay, that's just too good. Wow, should I go? On, should I go into Demon Slayer or go into this? No, nah, go into Demon Slayer. <laughs> I'm trying to put the ranking of like <laughs> it's rich, but ain't that rich? It's not and that. Then rich. When, and then when you're done with Demon Slayer, jump onto this one. Jump onto this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I listen. I, Rich, I'm the one here that listens to your recommendation, and I and I appreciate it. Thank right? you, sir. Thank you, Chris. I listen. I just don't watch them. <laughs> I listen. <laughs> Well freaking done. Well freaking done. I think it's time for some news. It's time for the news. So, <laughs> Jennifer Garner is coming back as Electra in Deadpool Thank 3. Goodness. <laughs> That's what <laughs> what we all needed. This is kind of amazing. It's like we're at the George Clooney coming back as Bruce Wayne. We're at that point where anyone can come back anywhere. The multiverse is the biggest cheat Wait, is code. it her Electra or an Electra with her? I don't even know if it matters. I don't even know if it matters if she's a I mean, real Electra. Fight. 
If there's no seesaw fight, I'm walking out of the movie. I'm saying that Wait, right now. Chris, I bet you there is one in this movie. There has to be. Because <laughs> Deadpool's going to parody. You know yes. there's probably going to be a seesaw fight in here. <laughs> and there's rumors that Ben Affleck might show up. <laughs> wow. No. There are rumors. Wow. As what, like, old man... Murdoch? He's Daredevil. He ain't Murdoch? that old, yeah. but Daredevil. I, I mean, like he was, it wouldn't work because he's too big to be Daredevil. I don't think anything makes sense in this movie. I think it, they just, whatever it is, don't even read too much into it. That's why I love it. That's why Man. Um, which makes me ask a question, guys. Somebody well, said, you know what? I'm sorry to cut you off, but you know what? Uh, remember what uh, Hugh Jackman said about his Wolverine. He said it is not related to the canon of the other films. Right. But in so all it's fairness, probably they're getting active. Logan's not really connected to the other film. It's like his own standalone thing anyway. That's true. That's true. Uh I don't know. I I feel like and I don't know if they're using the multiverse or not, but the multiverse is this massive cheat code now that almost everything is doing and it's to the point where the multiverse is great but it also cheapens the content, right? Well, keep in mind what happened in the second the second Daredevil film. They rewrote history, so essentially they split his universe anyway anyway by rewriting it. The second who? The second Daredevil, sorry, the second Deadpool movie with Josh Brolin coming back as Cable. Mm-hmm. Cable time travels and changes the course of time. Right. So if if his time travel is anything like uh, Keaton's. From the you know from the Flash, then it's just a bowl of spaghetti. I think that's all Deadpool is is a bowl of spaghetti. Bowl of spaghetti. You try. You're talking right on that, <laughs> it's, one. and it's a good bowl. But you know, talk about deaths not mattering. The multiverse makes it so anybody can come back and just say they're from a different universe, yep. which is fun at first, but then it's just like can wear out as welcome. Um, next bit, of- they haven't done that. Yet. Not well. Technically, Gamora. It's not a multiverse, but Gamora's time- from another time, right? But it's right. another timeline that splintered off to might as well be a multiverse. Because the way Maybe. the way time works in the MCU is, you change the past, you just splinter off into a different present and future, They're running parallel to the one you're in. Yeah, what did they call that? I forgot the term. Nonsense. Splinterverse. Splinter. <laughs> Nonsense. But yeah. and it works for Gamora. But imagine like you just start bringing anybody you want back because they're from a different yeah. timeline. They're from. It, it kind of weakens it. Um, yeah. I, listen. Guess who's not coming back anytime soon? Shang Chi. Uh, Simu uh, Lu has shared a disappointing sequel update. That he hasn't heard anything. That there's supposed to be an upcoming sequel, but they keep pushing it back due to circumstances. And COVID happened. A lot of stuff happened, but like there's Shang Chi hasn't showed up in anything. It's almost oh. like his movie didn't happen. Yeah, you're right, and it, it did really well, didn't it? It did good, it was good, especially especially for it was a COVID film, right? Yeah, yeah, it did well. It did good, good enough for him to pop up. It's good enough for when freaking Nick Nick Fury's getting his butt whooped. Maybe hey, let's call Shang Chi real quick, right? <laughs> good enough. Call to- anybody more than nobody. Oh I, oh, I forgot to tell you guys in the in the in the new in the beginning that I did. I'm caught up on Secret Invasion. I haven't watched it. It gets no. better. No, Does it get better. <laughs> it's it's this secret spy thing, and the stakes are getting so high. Spoiler alert: the freaking scrolls are basically wanting to they want to create a World War Three. Basically, want to wipe human beings out of existence. And in the meantime, 
get this formula that can give them superpowers. So they know they, they can also take oh, on super scroll. Right. But the, don't they already have powers? I mean, powers to go head to head with like the Avengers level power. That's how um, it's going to end with Super Scroll. They're going to make the Super Scroll, and then. But the issue with the series is you have this submarine. I think it's Russian. I'm not sure. Going to fire a missile, take down a UN plane. Spoiler alert! Because they want to make it look like the world's at war and get people pissed off at each other. And Nick Fury like got this scroll. He's torturing. Give me the code. Give me the code. They're about to shoot the missile. Minutes go by. We need the code. And I'm like, hit call four, stupid. He can catch the Where's missile. Danvers? Call, Where's Danvers? Call Thor, call Captain Marvel. There's so many people that can stop this submarine from firing a missile. No. And like easily. And it's to the point where you're at, it's, it's as if you're watching Mission Impossible and freaking Ethan Hunt has Superman's cell phone number. It doesn't work anymore. All the stakes don't work. Just call yeah. Superman. Why are you jumping no. out of this plane? Like, no parachute. <laughs> call right. Superman. That's what the show feels like. You're just waiting for him to call their Superman that to sucks. save the day. Because um, that's literally his role. <laughs> that's his power. Yep. That's his power. You get the role of Dex of Doom. And the Marvel folks did not do enough job to explain away where everyone is. Because you could have like crafted this where we get to this point where as an audience, without telling us, we know that everyone's off world or doing something else. But that's such a good point. You because as an audience member, you look for what you would do in the content. So if I were Nick Fury, what would I do? Avengers assemble. Yes, Avengers are out of town. All right. Uh, who is in town? Spider-Man? Spider-Man assemble. Somebody help you know, you... me. And then there's, right. there's a forced so conflict you need to with, see him do... with him and Rose. They're forcing conflict to make him isolated. But the conflict that makes him isolated doesn't make sense. Because he was always isolated when he used the team. And, he was always going rogue. Right. And it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense why Rhodey doesn't believe him enough to alert everyone that the school is. And haven't they over. been haven't they saved the world together? Don't doesn't that buy you some kind of credibility? Now they had a dinner to explain away why they got beef. And it's pretty forced. You wouldn't notice it's forced because Don Cheadle and Sam Jackson are so great. But if you actually listen to the dialogue and not just watch their performances, you're like, none of this makes sense. But they acted the hell out of that scene. Anyways, it looks like Mario Brothers will hit Peacock next month. Nice. Which is kind of crazy, man. Like, Mario Brothers is not part of this, but movies can't expect to do well in the theaters when I just got to wait a month or two for it to pop up on my show. Like, why would I go if it's going to pop up in a month or two? We used to have to wait almost a year (laughs) for a movie to come out. Yeah. Now, at least six months. Guardians 3 is already streaming. Are you serious? Yeah. 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 Why would I spend a thousand dollars to go to the movies to eat some stale popcorn <laughs> when I can just wait a couple of months and watch it in my home and invest in a TV that looks amazing? Because you have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Mission here's, Impossible. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you go, if you go to watch, not unless you're going to a matinee, it costs more to go to the movies. But if you go to a matinee, right? If you're a matinee goer. Mm-hmm. To rent that movie before it streams is like twenty bucks. Huh. Yeah. So it's cheaper. So it's cheaper. So yeah. So you can you can pretty much wait for it to stream and get it cheaper. But you if you that. have a subscription like an AMC card, 
then it's 20 bucks a month and you see what three movies or something like but that. But the problem is you're doing an AMC subscription, but these movies are dropping on platforms you also have subscriptions to in a month. Yeah. Right? You just get got all the way around of seeing it on the big screen. I don't know. But then cancel that, invest your money in a big right. freaking TV <laughs> and wait a month to watch everything without some kids screaming in the in the audience, yeah. without some well, guy twirling yeah. the candy. What, what's the biggest TV you got in your house, Chris? 75, two of them. That's a big TV. TV. He had to say two of them like that, Rich. Right? He asked yeah. how many he got. He just said how big it is. He, two of them. So much disrespect coming out of this guy's mouth. Um, so Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning built a full functioning train just to wreck it. Of course they did. Now, Tom Cruise drove it himself. And this is what I'm talking about. Practical effects, ridiculous things that make me feel like I have to go to this movie today. Right. Unfortunately, they have to make movies like that. I can't wait a month to see Tom Cruise jump out of this skydive from the atmosphere. I need to see this today. And they're doing it. And Tom Cruise has said he's looked at he's you know, he's watching what Harrison Ford did in Indiana Jones. And he's like, Man, that means I got at least 20 years. I want to make this till I'm 80 years old. He wants to make Mission Impossible till he's 80 years old. Yeah, the difference is the difference is Indiana Jones is uh, largely well. Listen, yeah, you know, my brother actually had something to say about Harrison Ford because he was working Cowboys and Aliens, and he said uh, he said a couple of things about Harrison Ford. But a positive thing he said about Harrison Ford was <laughs> this guy was hungry for perfection and would make sure that it was right. He'd talk to the actors and work on the scenes, and he was happy to get involved. So when I heard that. I was like, hey, man, that's what's up. I also heard they could only shoot from about noon to six most days because after which he'd be kind of unusable because he was uh, really slamming him back, which also was in character. So it could have been a character thing, but apparently he was pretty, uh, pretty blitzed. Uh, I I mean, listen, it is what it is. I'll just say. There's only five Indiana Jones movies. Like Mission Impossible, there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's like nine. There's going to be ten, probably. He's fast and feel like he doesn't need to try to catch up to Harrison Ford. (laughs) Like Harrison Ford to Indiana Jones. But how much respect? Like that's what's so cool about it. You got to have respect. I mean, well, what Tom Cruise is doing right now with, um, because Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer. Well, you know there's a lawsuit, right? What? There is a humongous. There's a three-way lawsuit happening right now because the movie theaters basically slotted them all for IMAX releases. So, and now what's happening is Mission Impossible is pretty much getting the IMAX release, but Barbie paid for it and Oppenheimer paid for it, and Mission Impossible they're all releasing around the same time, Mm -hmm. and so because one is getting priority over the other two, or None of them have exclusivity, which is the problem. There is this lawsuit going on now about that. So who would watch Barbie and the IMAX over the other two movies, though? Well, (laughs) what's really great is even though that's happening, you see the actors and Tom Cruise like saying, I love a double feature. So they're like out there promoting their own. Like Tom Cruise took a picture in front of both posters holding a movie ticket. Like, I'm going to go see both. So it's almost like... I think they just want people to come yeah. to the theater. 
a double so feature, like, but only one of them's in the IMAX. <laughs> man, I don't want to see it in IMAX anyway. My eyes are too weak. I'm getting too old for that. Um, did you know that in Spider in Spider Verse Two, they almost included a Spider Man toy to be held by a kid's hand? That was going to be one of the Spider Men. That would have been incredible, though. That would have been. Incredible. Would that have been too much? No, nah, that would have been, been too. Would that have been too much? Like, would that have been too much? Like a kid's hand playing with it. That would have been brilliant. I would have died. Um, what else do we have here? I'll, I'll go through it real quick. So the Batman director Matt Reeves said they're working on the sequel, writing the sequel, and he said like. They're going to take it to another level. It's going to go a little further. He said it's going to be, yeah, they're going to push it further. And my mind is going. And he did, yeah. Oh, Rich, pause, pause. Um, that's, that's sick. Because if they talk on, I think, Chris, I think Mr. Freeze territory, Clayface territory. I mean, Clayface would be phenomenal. Clayface would be great, dude. I'm with that. I'm with that. Next up, we got uh, we got pictures of Ryan Reynolds in his Deadpool costume, man. We got set pics of him in this costume. It's a newer costume. He doesn't have his mask on right now. They're in between takes. It's yeah. a much. It's a more vibrant red. And dude, it's just good to see that they're making this movie because they said they stopped production for the the strike. But I guess, I guess they found a way around it. Did you hear James Gunn release Clark Kent's age in Superman Legacy? I have, but I think he's being tongue in cheek. They're like, "How old is Superman going to be?" He's like, "The same age as the actor playing him." <laughs> this is, which is like twenty. He's twenty nine. He'll be thirty by the time he's shooting it. So I think James Gunn is. He has fun on Twitter, and I think Clark is going to be late twenties, early like thirties. And the Flash is might be the worst comic book movie of all time. This thing really? is flopping significantly yeah, hard. Worse than, worse than Shazam? Yes. Well, mm, I think Shazam actually took in forty million more dollars at this point. Wow! I got to double check, but it finally but- crossed the two hundred and sixty million mark worldwide in its fourth week. Wow. And it's already being taken out of movie theaters. They said it's going to go to streaming probably next month, if not the end of this month. Damn. It's, it, it flopped. Like, it, it, like they've lost money. And now DC has lost money consistently. Shazam, Black Adam, The Flash. Like, they've lost money on three films in a row. They're just losing. Sad part is this movie was good to me. <laughs> this one should have at least got... 500 600 million minimum in the box office to me, but I wonder how Blue Beetle's gonna do. Blue Beetle's probably gonna suffer a little bit. The stink of DC now, everybody's ready to say DC sucks, so they're going in or not gonna go if they can find a way to separate it. But how can you? And he's not a famous character, so if you can't tie him to the brand and he's not famous to stand on his own. I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting because Tough. if DC, for example, were trying to do their version of Guardians, right? Would anyone give them the time, the room to do that? Like Marvel no. was su- so successful that they started being successful with these offshoot characters. Because they earned our trust. Yes. Yeah. But DC yeah, still kind of hasn't figured out the, the trifecta, you know? No. You can't figure out how the Justice League works individually or collectively. You just haven't figured out DC. 
Well, the issue is, I think DC just had bad leadership because there's a way you can make Blue Beetle work. You really make it a standalone movie and you tie it to the likes of the Batman and the Joker, which did work. Like, get it away from your shared universe stuff and get it into your standalone DC. We always kill our standalone movies. Yeah. Marvel can't touch us when it comes to standalone movies. We make billions of dollars off standalone. Joker's the highest, like, grossing rated R movie of all time. So it's like, if they can put our focus on that and away from their, their shared universe. But I don't know, man. I hope it does well. It looks fun. And last but not least, yo, Indiana Jones isn't doing that much better. In its second good. in its second week, I mean Insidious the Red Door beat it in the box office. <laughs> this week. Oh, that's ins- oh, Insidious. The new yeah. joint, the new Insid- the new ho- like lower budget horror film. Yeah, but you're looking at a different demographic and movie going crowd. The problem with Indiana Jones is it's like I said at the beginning of the month, the, you the had four <laughs> they were seniors. Uh, you're the, the demographic, theater. Rich. No, nah, no, I was not. There were a bunch of 50, 60, 70, probably 80 year olds in there, too. Like, who grew up in Indiana Jones? Look at all Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, though, you know. Harrison Ford was a sex symbol, man. And he had a little bit of time. I'm take my teeth out and I'll have a good time with Harrison Ford. We are not. Hey. It does, I mean, it doesn't matter what the demographic is. They spent two hundred million plus on a movie. You want to make that money back, of course. And in your second week, you shouldn't be beat by the kind of cult horror film in the summer. It ain't even October, bro. They got right. a horror film in July, blockbuster season. The tides is turning. But anyways, that's the news. And that was the news. Stop laughing, Rich. Chris, yo, I swear if you don't take that smile off your face, we're gonna have a problem. It's time for a debate. Let's get ready to rumble. Guys, I have a question for you, man. I wanna know that if you had a friendship with the superhero's alter ego, you don't know their superhero, just their alter ego. It has to be someone with a dual identity. Who would you choose to be your best friend for them to be your best friend and why and how would it benefit your life? Now, Chris and Jack both think they have the definitive answer. Rich, let's hear why they're wrong. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Well, Rich might as well go first now. Wow. <laughs> I, I would be T'Challa's best friend. What are we talking he about? does not have a dual identity. He does. He's the Black Panther. It's not he a does. secret. Of course, it's a secret. It's not. T'Challa being the Black Panther is not a secret identity. Not public knowledge. It definitely is public knowledge. What are you talking about? Yes. No one in Marvel has a secret identity. It's like Spider Man -Man. and Daredevil. That was my (laughs) answer, too, Rich. I know. That's why I put in here. Yeah. (laughs) Jack has a lot of black friends. Of course, of course, we'd be friends. No, dual identity. Yes, dual identity, which means you can't know he's the Black Panther. Everyone knows he's the Black Panther. You know, I probably wouldn't know. Why wouldn't the world knows? I didn't know you were running around. I'm part of the world. I'm part of. Yes, you did. You found out that day. (laughs) Wow. 
You watched me undress um, and you saw my S. I don't know, because everyone else is whack, bro. Like, <laughs> well, Chris, how about Parker? you go while, while Rich right. and Jack There's one try to right fit. answer to this. There is one right answer to this. And it's He-Man. I'm friends with Prince Adam because take, strip away all the He-Man stuff from him. I'm, and his loincloth. He's hello. Well, I mean, if that's how you want to get down. But what I'm thinking is I'm I pissed him. I'm chilling in the palace in the lap of luxury. I'm getting I'm probably gonna Lambo and live there. They're gonna have they're gonna have the clean ladies because we like coming to America, cleaning the royal best friends Wang. It's gonna be plot awesome. twist. You're and not wait. his best friend, you're his royal servant. Nah, 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 nah. This is best. When was the last friend. time you saw a black guy in in, in Castle Grayskull? Like, what are you talking about? Oh, well, you know, black people in Eternia. Oh yeah, that one, one guy. That was one, one guy. guy. Chris, why you Chris, want someone to be your sugar daddy? Don't take and, care of yourself. Get your own job. Listen, 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 listen. And this is how it gets better. So you have Orko and the sorceress looking out for you. So if something goes wrong, they let Prince Adam know. Hey, Chris is in trouble. Turn to He Man. Chris, how come He-Man saving you all the time? I don't know, but why would anything go wrong? You chilling in the palace on this bed, waiting for him to come back. I mean, Rich is just throwing a lot of shade at you, Chris. I think Rich is just upset that he that he can't be friends with T'Challa. That's what he's upset about. He's salty about that. I would love to be friends with T'Challa. Like, why not? I'll go next, and my answer beats Chris's. First of all, Chris. I got my own job and make my own money. I need no money to take care. I need no other man to take care of me, Chris. Uh, okay. He's so independent. Yes, I am. That's it. Being strong independent is overrated. Let me tell you. Take care of me. That's what I'm take talking care. about. I'm, looking, I'm just looking for a blonde prince to take care of me. <laughs> exactly. Um, dude, my there's only one right answer to this. What's that? Clark Kent is my friend. He's one of the best people on the planet. He's kind. He's generous. He cares about you. And since he's Superman, you will never be in danger. He will find a way. You will always be in danger. No. You I'm might living not my die, life. but you'll be in danger. I'm living my... No, I'm not seeking out trouble. I'm living my life. Constantly almost getting Because killed. he's always trying to get some stupid photo. Lois, I'm just living my life. Because she's chasing some news report. I'm just living my life. But here's the thing. Clark always makes sure that in some way Superman involves himself in his friend's life. So, uh-huh. dog, I will never get into a car accident I don't walk away from. A plane will never go down that I'm in. Like, it's pretty much your answer, except my friend's stronger and more powerful than yours. Yeah, but my friend's a prince. So, so what? I'll, I'll, I'll make, my, I'll make my own money. I'll, I'll be the man taking show. care just, of me. I'll be, like, I'll be like those black chicks that hang out with the Kardashians. I don't want to be like one of the black women that hang out with the Kardashians. I think that's I think that's a deeper issue. We got to unpack is. this. We do. <laughs> we <laughs> Listen, this. we talk about stuff after this podcast. You should stick around. <laughs> yeah, me and Rich do a whole nother set. Really you should deep. stick around. Man, I think there is no better. I mean, Batman has said you're the best of us, Clark. Like, there is no better person to be your best friend. And if you're friends with Clark Kent, you actually walk away becoming a better person yourself. Because that's the kind of guy he is. There's no better answer than Clark Kent. Unless you want someone to take care of you. But I'm The question good. was, how, how, how will it benefit you? I become well, a, you benefit me with your friendship? Yeah. Yes. Give me your yes. friendship. Me your get so wait, no, wait, wait. So you're not benefited by the friendship, our friendships here, Chris? Like we don't benefit your life? Or do I got to put you up in my guest house and take care of you for the rest of your life? I mean, it'd be nice if you did. That'd be better. <laughs> Obviously, you're only my cousin. I've only known you all my life. 
You never once put me up in your guest house. <laughs> Broke ass Negro. <laughs> Uh, this might okay. Well, <laughs> Rich, do you have an answer? Man, I guess Peter Parker. Like, I mean, that's a terrible friend. He's gonna be asking <laughs> for money all the time. Yeah, we'll, we'll both be broke together. We talking about? We just we'll find hustles to make money. I don't know. Like, what do you get? What do you get out of this friendship? Just, he's he's smart. Peter Parker's smart. He's a smart guy. Was he gonna he do, do taxes? Uh, he could. No, not my taxes, if he could do man. taxes like that, he wouldn't be this broke. Help me figure out how to, you know, fix something. I don't know. Man, I'm still sticking with T'Challa. Screw y'all. <laughs> Why can I be taken care of by a prince? <laughs> you could I say Shuri. Jack, I don't think I don't okay. think black I don't, I don't think Black Panther they don't is a dual identity. It's it's all oh, right. All right. You're right. You're right. I still like my answer though. How about Supergirl? From the nineties, the shape shifting one. Sure. She makes poor decisions and is a terrible person to trust. <laughs> like Lex Luthor got her to fall in love with him. Like that that's who you're putting you're putting all oh, your eggs wow. in that basket. Yeah, no, that's, that's horrible. <laughs> that's a horrible person. You shouldn't Isn't Supergirl's uh alter ego name Cara Danvers? Which is very close to Carol, Carol Danvers. Danvers. <laughs> no, Carol Danvers is very close to Cara Danvers. Right. Hmm. Well, DC came first. Right. What so that's my answer. I'm sticking to it. About. Okay. okay. Uh, I think. Goes, wait, what was your it's... answer? <laughs> exactly. It's between me and Chris. I mean, yes, the right answer I'm, is somewhere just... between you and Chris. I'm just gonna give it to Lawrence because Chris just wants the sugar daddy. Like he just wants a sugar daddy, and I feel like how will it benefit you, Chris? Chris, if you really want one, I think you can get one. (laughs) Royalty though, we're talking royalty. Hey, hey, don't sell yourself short. Don't sell yourself short. You get out there, you grease yourself up, and you get out there, (laughs) get out there, King. You get yourself a millionaire, billionaire. Come on, he'll take care of you. Clark Kent too, because the thing about being Clark Kent's friend is Clark Kent doesn't actually have any friends that aren't also subsequently friends with people who don't know the difference between a guy with glasses and without glasses. Superman mm-hmm. and Clark Kent pretty much have the same friends, which is why Jimmy Olsen is Clark's friend and Superman's friend and same with Lois and same with all of Clark's friends. He can't help but be involved in their life and protect them. He-Man may not rescue you because you're in trouble. But he might he let you borrow a loincloth. Remember, He-Man, He-Man's, He-Man's a war... <laughs> and, and I'll be eating whatever they're eating. Hint, hint. So I'm going to be jacked. Yeah, loin First of all, everyone in Eternia is jacked. <laughs> but He-Man, his job is to protect the secrets of Castle Grayskull and fight a war against Skeletor. It's not to just capture... Save damsels in distress, Chris. Well, Chris would <laughs> be like a he's not gonna, a he's not just gonna, character. Yeah, he's he'd just be like Visco. He'd be Chris, one of the warriors. Chris would be Princess Peach. Like, oh, Chris is in trouble again. <laughs> and he may not come and save you. Just <laughs> I'll always be saved. And I get to Yo. roll with Orko and everyone. It'll be good. They It'll might be, be talking about you behind your back. They Why is be. he here? Like, what how did he get here? Doesn't he have a home to go to? Why is he always here? 
Yo, yo, Adam, man, <laughs> bring that chicken on over. How <laughs> you point to go home, Adam? Uh, well, that's the debate. Yeah, uh, that was the debate. Well done, guys. But now it's time to get to the reason why we're here. It's time for the main event. We're talking about two episodes of an anime slash animated series. We're talking about my adventures with Superman. Let me give you the spoiler-free synopsis on this here IMDb, and then we'll jump in with our spoiler-free thoughts, and then we'll do a deep dive. Clark Kent builds his secret Superman identity and embraces his role as a hero metropolis while sharing adventures and falling in love with Lois a star investigative journalist who also takes Jimmy Olsen under her wing. Not exactly true, <laughs> right? but can be the heart of it's true. Um, I'll go first, man. I thought this was charming and delightful than a mug. It's not without its faults, but I thought this was pretty great. This to me is, this and Superman and Lois is the best depiction of the character of Superman including Clark Kent, than we've ever gotten. And ever. That's exactly where I'm not going to watch it anymore. <laughs> I hate you, Rich. I hate you. Duty. Like, I hate you, Rich. I did not like see, this at all. See, Rich, is the, Rich is one of them guys that think like Injustice Superman is the canon one, <laughs> not the so Elseworlds like, one. I was looking yeah, at this thing, I'm like, why does this look familiar? And I was like, yo, it looks like Spy Girls. That's no, Spy it does Cartoon. not. It looks like yeah, Invincible. It, it looks like it looks like Spy Girls. It's like exactly what's going on in here. It's a bunch of Spy Girls, and I'm like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. oh wait, we're not spoiling it right now, right? No, we're not, Rich. But you like spoiled it. my dinner. You spoiled my appetite. You spoiled my. Dang it! Well, I liked it a lot. I thought it was charming and delightful, and like I said, the best depiction of the character of Superman and Clark Kent to date. Well, I'll go next. I'll tell you why I. It's not without its flaws. And where the flaws stick out for me are where they really arbitrarily change certain facts and depictions. And I won't go into detail, but those were things where I was like, huh, why'd they do that? Like, I didn't get it. Not spoiler, kind of. It's in the first seconds of the the first episode, but like Jor-El flying makes no sense. You know, and so like the they're weird things. Jarrell, Jarrell, his father. Yeah, but it's he's like flying. AI. But his AI. father's flying with a cape, flapping in the wind. His father didn't fly. His father's from Krypton. He doesn't have power. So spoiler free, anyways. Though there were weird depictions like that that caught me off. Like, why would you do that? Listen, I'm a purist. I like my Superman. Now, what I did like, I t- completely agree with Lawrence. Um, the Clark Kent side of this guy is they managed to capture it. You know, like they actually captured that right. The anime style of it took me a minute to get into though. You know? So I was like, oh that's interesting because it's very quite kai how you say it's very cute, you know, with the blush and stuff like that. I liked it though. Spoiler free. I liked it and I'm definitely be jumping into it, but it needed I needed a transition moment to actually get into the tone of how they're telling this version. It is anime, and it has a lot of anime tropes, the way it's drawn and the acting and the moments. It's cut together like an anime. 
Mm-hmm. Which I'm surprised you didn't like it, Rich. It is very anime esque. Nah, it's, it's totally spy esque. Totally spies. I'm done. I felt Chris? the anime. Yeah, I felt. I liked it. I thought. I, I agree with Lawrence. I thought it was charming. I thought it was. Uh... Shut up, Chris. I did like it. Just <laughs> Rich is like, you don't like any anime in this Shut first thing. You second thing, like you, you just well, like anime. What I am going to say about the anime is, I thought. I feel like they're doing the anime almost half-assed, right? So I feel like some of the anime tropes that they had, like sometimes when the, when the glasses would go like opaque and you see the reflection or the blushing thing or, you know, the typical things that they do with anime, it almost felt out of place. It's like, okay, I get it with the anime style, but it's not really anime, but then they're doing these anime things and it's like, what, what tone are you going after? And that was the problem I had with it, with the, with the animation. But besides that, I thought it was a, a good time. I'll watch it. I liked it. And kind of brought me back to, you know, Diniverse stuff. And, you know, I enjoy that stuff. So I'm with it. Yeah. Yeah. We lost Jack, but I'm sure he'll be right back. Rich? You don't got to tilt your head the whole time we talking about liking this. Because this man is talking about anime trope. I'm like, what's the last anime you watched, sir? I Dragon Ball Z. Like Dragon How Ball many Z animes like have you ago. watched that you can compare tropes to? Dragon Ball Z is your only reference point. No, no. I've watched more. I watched Robotech, and I watched uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, and I watched <laughs> One Piece. And I watched what else was on Fox? You watched one episode of One Piece. Yeah, he didn't watch anything in completion. I hated One Piece. That, movie, <laughs> that show was terrible. All right, so let's jump into the recap and we'll stop and go here. So, what I love about this is they're kind of doing something similar that the 1980s Superman cartoon did, which is giving us flashbacks to when Clark was a kid. So, where it's not a full origin that we're seeing like this whole time of his youth, we're going back to when we need to. And we see Clark wearing the T-shirt. You know that T-shirt? He had that S. Know that S he's drawing? Yes, the S everyone drew the notebook. With the yeah. three lines. He had that yeah. S on it, which is a nice throwback. If you know, I don't know if they're doing it now, but from my childhood. And Clark is trying to get this kite out the tree. He's trying to jump and get it, which leads me to believe that he does have some access to his powers. He doesn't have much control. I feel like he's jumped high before. Or else, why is he trying to do that now? Jackie Boy is back. Hold on. Well, didn't it's, he always uh, have like- didn't he always have access to his powers? Like when he was younger, he just had limited access. No, well, it depends. There's been so many. Well, it's interesting you said that. James Gunn has recently said that he doesn't need to do the origin of Superman in his movie because we've all seen it. But he's actually wrong. Superman has had so many different but similar origin stories. It's kind of important. Sometimes he had his powers when he was a baby. Sometimes he didn't get them till he was 14. Sometimes he only had a partial powers when he was a kid and didn't manifest all of them until he was well into his teen years. So it's really important to see like what does he have and when does he have it because that changes all the time. And sometimes he enjoys his power and sometimes Zack Snyder films it. <laughs> and some, and which, so Jack, so we're at the beginning of this and I was telling him that in my opinion, I think Clark has some access to his powers or else he wouldn't be trying to jump and get the kite. But he doesn't have full control and he hasn't flown yet, obviously, but he's yeah. trying to jump. He sees this cars going by, about to hit a speed bump, and he's trying to yell at her stop. And she's trying to feed her baby. Did with driving ridiculous. Like it's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drift around this corner while trying to shove a bottle in my baby's mouth in the back. Rich, you what do you not know about? the sleep, oh. what sleep deprivation does. <laughs> you make crazy choices. Yep. You, you be surprised what you're doing on that road with a screaming baby. Mm. If you could like take a bird's eye view, you'd be like, I'm out of my mind. That part was like, I, I, I felt her pain. <laughs> Clark sees it, 
sees the car going, and it's almost like when his instincts kick in, he gets full access to his powers. And this is anime. So this part of it that's going to be more fin. There it is. Hey, <laughs> got too much I really hate the fact that Rich has this. So how do hey. I take this off my stream? Hey. Rich, I hate the fact that you have this much power. I hate that. Why do we give them this power? But anyways, so he speeds after the car. His eyes light up blue, which is kind of showing us when he gains access to like yeah, it's weird though because why has he got electricity? Are they doing it or uh, they made the S like the remember when they had the blue Superman, the red Superman, stuff like that? Yeah. They made it's, the S electricity look just like that. But I, I don't I don't take it as electricity like Superman's why, powers of all why does this dad got a laser patch eye? Why not? Like for okay, Jack, you know that there is no such thing as a true depiction of Jorel. He's either all white wear like Marlon Brando, or he's a freaking Viking like Russell Crowe. Or he's dressed in some weird green outfit like in the Silver Age comics, or he's wearing straight a Superman S like he does in the new comics. Like there is they, they change all the time. I have so much respect for your Superman knowledge base. It's come so far in the last 20 years. Lawrence. Jack, you only know Christopher Reeve Superman movies and you base everything off of that one thing. Cause if if because in that case, Superman the animated series looks nothing like we've seen before. But you accept it. Right, Lois and Clark showed blue come out of his eyes when he used X-ray vision. Smallville never showed that. Neither did Christopher Reeve, but we accept it. So I'm saying, come into this the same way we've accepted other inter- visual interpretations. Uh-huh. And here, the artists want to. I don't. I don't think anyone else sees blue come out of his eyes of blue going around him. I think as an no, audience, we get to. So as an audience, we get to see how yeah, his powers. They're letting us in. That's, they're letting us in. So that's for me. That's okay. Now if everyone saw electricity come out of them. I'd be like, well, that's that's too far. But yeah, and then your eyes go white. You shoot like little sparks out of them, and then you're really strong. Yeah, you know. So then he stops the car. Yeah. He's like, wow. And then he goes to the kite. And I know this jacket. I know this is your freaking favorite part. This is what you've been missing in all Dude, the Snyder I, stuff. I'm waiting to see this in any film. Well, now I will say, um, uh, was the name? worst one of the worst Superman movies. Yes. Did, right. Yes. Yeah. Superman you actually Paris. see, but this, the flying in this, I will say this, the action in this looks good for, especially for this kind of content, like seeing him fly and seeing the way he's interacting with the villains and the content is engaging. And his flying, you know, a lot of times people want to make Superman fly with so much power, so much ferociousness. And to see this kid, it's, it's graceful. It's that, like, graceful. Yeah. It's like breathing, and he doesn't kinda, fall out. I kind of like when they take off and like he kind of leaves a little bit of a crater or shoots up dust. I like I'm sure that. you're gonna get that. You're probably gonna get that. Now that kind of got it. He gets his powers, you know. We we're seeing like a half powered version of a, a, a like a quarter power version of Superman up until a certain point. Yeah, but, yeah. but Superman in the comics, him flying was never like a rocket that pounces out of him. That he propels himself with so much uh, force. Depends on which comic you're looking at. Most comics, he does. Well, he he flies like you walk. Like he doesn't need to like create a crater to get speed. He can. Just he doesn't need to. He's just do a it. Jerk sometimes. Well, in the Snyder movies, but most of the he's time in invincible. comic books, yeah, he's not invincible. The ground doesn't shake when he takes off. So, but it could, but usually it doesn't. Um, Superman flies, and then we see Clark Kent. 
we see Clark Kent waking up bunk beds like you, you and Prince Adam, Chris, bunk beds. Yep. <laughs> with Jimmy Olsen. Um, Which I and, like about this is the fact that he's now what early early twenties, maybe yep, like twenty five, yeah. and yeah, he can't control his power still. Like he's still having like hormone growth spurts. Like, well, also happening? his and Jimmy's his age. That's yeah, and Jimmy's hashtag age, not my Jimmy. Hashtag not my Jimmy. <laughs> but like. Okay, you can't be a purist with this content. I know. No Superman content I what I is like. pure. I like, I like the group dynamic. Like well, I like Lois. I like the group dynamic. Yeah, and and I and honestly, I don't know if him and Jimmy are the same age. Him and Jimmy weren't. Well, he wasn't like a father figure. Like they're friends. He could be at least yeah. three years older than Jimmy. You know, he could be twenty eight. Jimmy could be twenty four. He's just a photographer. He didn't go to law, journalism school or nothing like that. Um, so they wake up, you see, and yes, Rich, mm-hmm. what I like about this is it's not that he isn't as strong as he will be, it's that he hasn't had the opportunities to have to flex, like, you know, helping it's Superman year one. Yeah. He, 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 he's been doing stuff around the farm. He might've lift up a car and stuff, but until he has to fight a giant robot, he never needed to like see what his limits are. But, or push I'm past. not talking about his limits. Like he's there breaking the faucet and ripping his shoes, and that happens to me all the time. No, it doesn't. Right. Stop, stop, <laughs> like, stop it. I actually like that. I like. I, I like. I like coming into a Clark. I like watching. I want to be on the journey to see him figure it out. But he should have figured that part out already. Like he's already gone through that part. But I think on the farm during school. But maybe it's something that never goes away. Like the world is paper all the time. And the second he doesn't think about it, he does break something. Well, the irony of it is in <laughs> scenes and the scenes that follow, he's literally doing just a normal guy having a normal get day, just a normal, and then something's constantly bombarding him where he has to be heroic, yeah. right? And he's and then he goes back to just a normal guy having. Let me a ask you a question day. though: If someone is next to you and then all of a sudden travels at supersonic speed. You're not gonna take notice of that. You're not gonna be like, "Oh, well, that yeah. was a crazy breeze." Like, right? It's kind but of weird look- that, that that's his that's his like stealth method is just to be standing in the middle of a group of people and just <laughs> just go, whoosh, and no one's like, "What the heck just happened?" But that's the anime. That's the anime trope of it, where you get away with this stuff. It's in the it's in the way the content's depicted. Everyone is super innocent and super yeah. naive. There's a naivete. Um, what I do enjoy about those things that you don't like, Rich, is that mm-hmm. by him kind of being so overpowered, he has to be careful, naturally makes him sort of a klutz. And since he's so kind and good-hearted, he naturally comes off like a geek. So his Clark Kent persona is just built in with him that he doesn't have to all of a sudden become a bumbling goof. He's trying not to rip the door off. I'll tell you what so, I didn't understand, though. Why was he wearing glasses as a kid? That he's that way in the comics sometimes. And my no. in, in in the comics, often they'll put glasses on and sometimes it'll be like change the change the shade of blue your eyes are in one comic. The next one is I think it's just him and his parents' way of like making Make, him look yeah. as weak as possible. Yeah. Even yeah. as a kid, like you're normal, you wear glasses, anything you're not exceptional, let's just dumb it down. And Lois and Clark, he had glasses on before he became Superman. It's always been a question every now and then when they do that. And um, in Superman Returns, he had glasses on as a kid before he flew. I'm like, why they do that? I don't know why, but it's, it's yeah. been across content. 
Um, cross it all over. He eats thirty boxes of donuts like Dean Kane, though, which is freaking great. Because if yeah, he could be ripped it. all the time, why the heck wouldn't you? <laughs> he wears a bib too when he does it. Rich, I wear a bib when I do it. Stop <laughs> judging me. How's this guy that got that much money though? It's donuts. Thirty box, three, 30, 30 three, boxes no, of three boxes of a dozen donuts. Yeah, yeah so thirty. price if you got a roommate. What are we talking about right now? Yeah, that man's right. barely making minimum wage. Thank and, and this is your he friend. Doesn't even have a job. Broke. Remember, <laughs> guys, he's Superman. This <laughs> might be. He doesn't. Clock. He doesn't need to eat. This might be all he eats. <laughs> it's just donuts and ramen noodles. He doesn't need to actually eat food. I'll be eating caviar in the in the castle. <laughs> I'll be eating donuts with Clark, wondering why exactly. he's not getting fat, and I am. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, for those that don't understand what we're saying, this was a part of our debate. Go listen to our podcast if you're watching this on YouTube. So then we see, you know, he bumps into Lois Lane. It's freaking cute. They have a really great moment here. I enjoyed it. Nice exchange. Um, at this is Jimmy and Clark's first day interning at the Daily Planet. Lois has been called into the Daily Planet because she doesn't know why, but she's an intern. She's thinking, like, Perry's going to give you my shot at a story. Little does she know she gets to the Daily Planet. She was called in so she can, like, teach the interns as head intern, which is interesting. And Perry White, Rich, he's black. He's a black man, Rich. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was an intern, so he don't Hashtag nothing. Perry. He broke, no, yeah, broke. He, he broke, broke. He broke, broke. That's why he donuts all day long. Um, Jimmy's black as well. Uh, I like that's... Jimmy being black. Okay, is he black? Yeah, he's what brown. He... <laughs> yeah. Of course he is. And Lois is, I would say, of Asian descent. I think the voice actress is Asian. That's for sure. Yeah, she's yeah, she's Asian. Um, Jimmy being black is cool because uh, y'all know I'm Donald Glover. He talked about wanting to be Peter Parker, which kind of started the whole Miles Morales thing. He did an interview saying that all the racist comments didn't bother him. There's one comment that bothered him when somebody was like, are you kidding me? It's not realistic. Everything about Peter Parker has to be white. You're wrong. And he's like, that bothered me. You're telling me a kid from New York who loves photography and science can't be black? He's like, that bo- that part bothered me. So to see a black Jimmy Olsen who loves photography, who's into science fiction, I'm like, he's us. When there was he he he's he's who I was as a kid, but there was no one else being that artsy and into science fiction. So it's cool to see Jimmy Black. I know people are probably mad, but nobody cares about Jimmy Olsen anyway, except Jack. Except Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and the Caffio's not playing this one. <laughs> but uh so they're at the Daily Planet. Lois is convinced that there's these there's something going on at the yards, the blah blah blah, some bad stuff is happening. And robots. It's robots. 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 She said robots from the beginning. It's robots. It's robots. Yeah, yeah military robots. Yeah. Military robots. Perry's like, get out of here. You're an intern. Stop. Please stop. Then Lois pretty much lies to Jimmy and Clark saying, like, we got his blessing to go investigate it. They wind up going and they go to the shipping yard or no, they go to the warehouse. And that's where Lois ignores Perry's calls. Perry calls Clark and is like, Lois is lying to you. Bring your bus. He has an investment. He has an interesting investment into these interns. That part, yeah. that's the part I couldn't get around. I mean, you know, he has a lot. Yeah, that's yes, know. Rich. 
He's the boss, and he cares about the lowest, the lowest people like, in total. Bulls. He has investigative journalists. He has all these other things he's dealing with. <laughs> but the interns is who he's making pre- uh, house calls to. That was interesting. But yes, Rich, they're they're investigators, so they're trying to figure out what's going on. They're not. They're interns. Well, they well Lois thinks she's an investigator, so she's yeah. trying to figure out what's going on. She's trying to find story. Make it. Gotta pick it till you make it, man. Pick it till yeah. you make it for free ninety nine. Put your life yeah. in danger. Put your life on the line for free ninety nine. Yeah. So Clark gets upset with Lois because, like, you lied to us, and Clark's yeah. all about doing the truth, showcasing that Boy Scout effortlessly, like, and it's it's pretty amazing to see just Superman is who he is, not who he has to become. So he leaves her. She's still like, we got to find this thing. Jimmy Olsen's just. He's down for whatever. Jimmy's just down. He's that friend you need by your side. Yeah. It's just, yo, I'll rock with you. Oh, Jack is back. It's like that. Um, remember the town? That scene in the town. Yeah, so he's like, <laughs> he's like, it was like, you can't ask me about it. We got to go hurt somebody, and he was just down. Yeah, you remember that, Rich? Freaking Ben Affleck's like, gotta hurt somebody. I need you to come with me. Can't ask any questions. Yeah. Who's driving? Like, that's Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen's just like, let's go. So they get to the shipping yard. They get in trouble. The robots are there. They get in trouble. Freaking little girl. There's like a bunch of little newsies around here, too, who make their homemade newspaper. She bumps into Clark, says Lois is in trouble. Clark just goes. That's what he's talking about. That ninja vanish stuff in front of her. He goes to the shipping yard, sees they're in trouble. And what, okay, what I like about this is that he does do things that don't make sense. He's not thinking about... I got to keep my powers a secret. He's like, my friends are in trouble. I got to go. I'll figure the rest out later. Right. I got to go. It's his instincts mm-hmm. are just to go. Mm-hmm. He goes and he gets knocked out. He gets back slapped by this. He got he gets backhanded by the robot rich. Yeah. yeah. Like pimp slapped. Yeah. Pimp, like he didn't owe the robot money. He didn't, he owes the robot some money. Yep. And he got he got the backhand. You better pay the rent. He got the strong hand. Yeah. He does get the idea that I need to cover up. So he grabs like freaking. What is it like dockyard gear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes. I'm yeah, gonna he's... say that is uh, flame retardant, like maybe like fire protection, because when he got blasted by that laser and nothing came off of him, I'm just it, like, it probably was, it, it did look like fireman gear, like a Tyvek suit with like you know high vis. Yeah, like probably was layered in colostrum with. Colostrum is the stuff that comes out before breast milk. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you Any talking? of that is okay. I thought women make before they make breast milk. It's colostrum. I thought you were just saying words, so I was just gonna say words too. <laughs> my, my words made sense. My words. No, my we words... just don't know if you're wrong because we're not that smart. You can be saying some crazy stuff too, Chris. He's not even that really that smart. He just says things so confidently. We don't even know if he's lying. Like that's <laughs> how I live my life, Rich. <laughs> Lead with confidence. Figure it out. Um, well, Chris lives his life that way too. Uh, so yeah, so he fights these robots and he goes in and it's it it it's effortful. But this is probably his first fight ever in life, and he's well, fighting. That he he's not actually powered up. He doesn't know what right. powered up is yet. Well, but he's yeah. also getting bruised though, which is the which is the odd thing about it. He's literally got a black eye and he can't even stand up. But then his powers kick in when and, and full force. Well, what's interesting is 
he's finding that robot and he's getting the crap kicked. He, he fights the first one. It's tough. It's, it's the other one that like, you know, he's getting his butt kicked and then Lois tries to go and save him by stopping all these other robots from coming. Right. It's when she gets Stupid. in danger. Yeah. What do you mean? Rich, that is Lois Lane. Stupid. I'm you sorry. Just, you, you just hate Superman. You, you you deactivated the robot simply by touching the pad. Like what? What? What kind of military? What kind of military equipment is this? He's not wrong. It it was kind of lame, but it was also kind of like okay. So devices are over and here. and can we talk about the Skynet portion of this? Because the the robots were definitely aware of what she was doing. Like, wait a minute, she's about to shut us off. We can't have that. And just focus right. attention to her. Right. right. But she was the immediate threat. Dangerous. Dangerous. Well, we don't know where these robots came from. And if you're a Superman fan, you might have an idea where you think they're from. And I don't know right. if they're Earthbound. So right. they might and like be the lady smart. who had the robots, that she was talking about how they were having trouble controlling the robots in the first place. Right. Well, I know these are from Apocalypse. Well, that's what I, th- that's what I thought. I thought this was Intergang. I think this is a version of that. Um, but they said they're military robots, so they're not from Apocalypse. But when t- Superman touched the back of that thing, he kind of got a vision, and it looked like Apocalypse was coming. Yeah, <laughs> it has to be intergame. So I don't. We'll, we'll see. But um, so yes, Lois is in danger, and that's when his instincts kick in, and all of a sudden his powers go freaking. He's Super Saiyan. He goes Super Saiyan, kinda, and his body. Yes, Rich, he does go Super Saiyan. Yeah. His eyes light up for the audience, I imagine. And he, like, you don't even see him take off. He moves so fast. He saves Lois Lane. Dope freaking shot of him in the sky looking at his hands like, who am I? Like, what the heck? And you, Jack, man, we love the Reeves movies, but we never get this moment of him looking at his own hands like, what did I just do? I agree. Listen, his father's father's alive. It's the dynamic I like. Him learn his powers and enjoy his powers, which is the Superman like, right? It's, it's good, time, now, whether you're not into the anime style and whether it's a little too kitty for you, that might be a fair argument to make. But it's good Superman content, Rich. This doesn't make too much less sense than My Hero Academia, right. Like, as they're fighting bad guys, they care about their talent out. show. You they're like, we have a school festival to get back to. The city's mouth. being destroyed, but I worked watch on this song. Watch your damn <laughs> mouth when you talk to me, okay? Listen, you know I love my Hero Academia, but you can't talk about the credibility and the realism of this and then watch that and go, they was trying to get back to that school festival that bad as they almost died. They because just cared about they sang their song. Teenagers, and they need but, to get. They need to show the rest of the school who they are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but this show is also not geared for adults. This show is clearly geared for children. It's like Avatar to me. It's yeah, like that it's, middle. It's geared for like young teens, like yeah, yeah. Like young teens. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's it, like even the image quality. It's not Invincible. Invincible has a far cleaner no. line stroke you know I, I think this is cleaner than invincible this animation is cleaner really? than invincible yeah nah. go back and watch invincible this is it's newer and they they spared no expense invincible subject matter is more adult and mature for sure but like this is a, it's clean invincible i don't think would work if it was this clean it needs to be a little that's interesting a little something needs to have some texture right jack 
<laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, I'm going to preface. If I get kicked off again, it's because it's 102 degrees here, and, I, and my devices are just kind of overheating. Oh, Jack, shit. you can turn on the AC, man. Just, just turn on, on the AC. Nah, I won't mute do your... I won't just suffer. Mute, just, just, just mute yourself when you're not talking. Sound. Just mute yourself. Don't, don't suffer. But um, so basically that happens, and we get these flashbacks. We got a flashback, the part that Jack has an issue with, the ship. As a kid, he's trying to find out who he is. It lights up. Well, first off, it lights up, and then you know his parents almost die. He saves them. He doesn't want anything to do with that. That thing in the second episode... I can't remember where it comes up, so I'll just talk about it now. He winds up going back. He's interested in who he is. That's how the second episode opens up. Opens up. He goes there, and we see Jarrell with the eye patch, which is very interesting. Very more rugged than the Russell Crowe version. But also, um, yeah. he, they, he dug up the ship or whatever it is in the cornfield, and he said, did it get bigger? So it's, it's been growing this whole time. Because that is, yeah, we saw what he flew to Earth in. Yeah. So, which kind of plays into like the Reeves movies where the crystal can grow. So, this is technology that maybe can expand right. over time to give him a base, a home base. Mm-hmm. What I like about this is, is Jarrell speaks Krypton and no one knows what he's saying, including Clark. It's not like that. that he does that, say Kal El. We hear Kim's call him Kal El. Yeah. Right. Like, there's always that trope of first- something happens to you. And, hmm? Yeah, I was I was agreeing with Chris. He says Cal Al a dozen times in the first episode. Yeah, and the second one, he still doesn't know what he's saying, which is great. It's like because you know the, the trope is always something beams in your head and you can understand this language. And it's like, what, what if you can't? What if you have no idea what this thing is saying? <laughs> but you pretty much through the images understand. Is that me as a baby? Did you take me for my mom? Or you're my dad? Like he starts putting it together from what he sees, but not from what he hears. And I, I didn't really take it that Jarrell was flying. I just took it like it was a creative way to show the AI and him communicating. Like, I didn't take it as literal. They're in the air flying together. I took it as just, like, being in the he Matrix. Looks like, he looks like Papa Superman in episode one. In episode two, he's standing on ground. In episode one, he is hovering six feet in the air with his cape flopping yeah, around. And it's the CGI cape. Why is his cape flopping? Like, there's a lot of logistical things. They're showing him hover. And his oh, legs right. are like... It's a hologram. His legs, like, his legs are like doing the hovering Superman thing. It's a hologram. You know, yeah. hologram. They could do what they it's want. a hologram. Okay. All right. But that hologram image would be like, I don't know. I got questions about it. That's all I'm saying. I got questions. I'm not saying I don't like it, but I'm saying, isn't the whole point? He's not supposed to. The hologram could do whatever it wants. Do whatever. Apparently. Have you, seen, have you seen Drake's hologram recently? Have you seen Drake's hologram? Was it, was it a hologram? I think they just like imposed his face on a dude that he hired. Oh, they're the anyway. deep fake. We digress, Rich. We digress. <laughs> we digress. Let's make digress. bring this on back. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he goes and he pretty much gets his costume. And yo, if you don't like it, I understand. I don't know how I felt about it, but it was straight Man, up Sailor Moon. Sailor it was, Moon. <laughs> but it was on purpose. As long as it's on purpose, I can rock with it. And it was on purpose. And I don't think that's the way he's going to change from here on out. I think that's just the way he got his suit for the first time. Yeah. Um, and I like that his what mom was like, it was no. I mean, it, it was a not. I mean, if you look at it. Prince Adam changing to He-Man in that last Netflix series with Sailor Moon too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his clothes off. Anime inspired. Um, 
Yeah. And then his mom is like, you need to put on, you need to break up the blue, which is like what fans talk about when they see this, this costume and no trunks is just too much blue. So he puts on them draws and a belt. I don't like Jonathan Kent here. He's very like, oh, I got to go. I mean, he wasn't there like the whole time, right? So, you know, <laughs> I got to go. Can't be. Got to go. It felt like that thing of they want to make his relationship with his mom really important. So instead of just keeping his relationship with his dad important and making the mother more they important, they just get the dad out of there and they he doesn't say him, anything. Make him look like an absentee father. Got it. Father yeah, just, like I can't handle conflict. I need to yeah. leave. <laughs> He's just there working, providing. Got to go to work. So that was kind of lame. They could have found a way to give him a personality. Even if he has a, even if he's the one that has a hard time with it and he's afraid he's gonna lose his son and he can't take it. But just give me something. Don't just give me like, oops, I gotta go. It was kind of weird. <laughs> bye. <laughs> he said, oh, bye. Uh so he's wearing the costume and he's like, Do you think people will recognize me? And she's like, I barely recognize you. And that's real. That is real. That's real. <laughs> that's real. That's the realest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that's the realest thing. And I've seen a lot of real stuff. Ooh, that's the realest thing I've seen in my whole life. Wait, no but way. They, did, they at least gave the audience plausible deniability. Put it right out there in the open, in the front, and said, now you get to pick and choose. You know? I, well, I was literally, it, it, I was showing my dad a, a film I made, and we watched it, and then he turns to me and he goes, I thought you were in it. I was like, Pop, Pop, that was me in the park scene. I was like, had a full beard on. I looked homeless and stuff. He goes, he didn't recognize me. He didn't recognize his son. He's known for 40 years. Dude. <laughs> well, here's the thing about Superman for all those that hate on the glasses thing. No one ever believes this godlike man would choose to walk among you and get a regular job. Interesting. You would imagine he is just up in the clouds or in a palace somewhere flying around. You would never think like you'll bump into Superman. You never no think you'll bump into assume Superman's best friend is Lawrence St. Victor. Well, they're fools for that. They should know. <laughs> but it's like you wouldn't like like if you worked at Kinko's and Brad Pitt came in, it'd take you a second to register the fact that Brad Pitt works at Kinko's with you. Like your mind would not allow you to accept the fact that he works at Kinko's with you. Brad Pitt can work wherever he wants, okay? Yeah, Lawrence. Well, we already had this conversation. No, Rich, we had this conversation already. We had this conversation about Brad Pitt popping up wherever he wants to. But you know, you probably wouldn't be surprised if it was like Bill Murray or or Tom Hanks. No, not 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 now. But like Superman, you wouldn't think that he's walked. And if anything, you'll go, yeah, Clark looks like Superman. But why? Why would Superman be an intern of the Daily Planet, <laughs> live and have a living roommate? Like your mind would not allow you, because you would go, if I had powers, this is what I would do. Right, and it would well, not Jimmy, be that. Jimmy always be like, "Man, why, that's the third time this thing's just dis- demolished this week. What are you doing in there, man?" Yeah. <laughs> Mind your business. Uh-huh. Don't be asking what I be doing in there. Um, so he gets the costume. He flies pretty much to save. And this is she's Livewire. The villain's pretty much the origin of Livewire, yeah. who is the electricity villain. We saw her pop up in animated series. Yeah. She, she goes to meet up with Slade Wilson. Um, I kind of had an issue with Slade. Well, that was Slade Wilson? That's Deathstroke, dude. First of all, oh. that whole dialogue there was just stupid. She was like, 
oh, how did you recognize me? Because you're wearing freaking combat gear in the middle of a cafe. Like, how wouldn't anyone recognize you as being at a place? Like, what are we that is about? very anime, though, Rich. Oh, I hate it. It is. I hate it, it is. I, <laughs> I mean, I just imagine Slade being older than everyone else. If you see, yeah, you talk about age. Older. Yeah. He's, he's, he's supposed, supposed to, be to be, yeah. Or maybe he's actually the same age as Superman in, in, in the comics, and we're just catching Superman at a younger age. Hold on. Mm. Mm. He's probably around the age. I mean, he's Slade is probably around the age of Batman and Superman. It's just that we're catching the 25. So this is the origin story for Deathstroke and Livewire, it looks like. And pretty much she has this stuff. He wants it. She put up explosives everywhere. She's like, if you I told you to come alone. Because guess who shows up? Freaking Lois and Jimmy show up. And the out, of the sewer. Shows up out of the sewer. Because they, hey, let's follow these explosives and see where they go. Yeah. And they're like, holy crap, we got to get out of here. So basically, she's ready to just blow this whole place up because she thinks she's been ambushed. She hasn't. Uh, Superman comes in, starts fighting her because she has this freaking suit on, which starts to overtake her. And Superman, at this point, is still stronger than he was in the first fight. So it's like he doesn't just level up for a second. Like, he keeps some of it. He's stronger than he was before. He's fighting her. He levels up again, gets the vision that looks like Darkseid is coming or something. And he's there in all his glory. Lois looks at him, and you're not going to notice Clark when you can't take your eyes off that ass. Hey, yo. (laughs) (laughs) He saves a day. She pretty much is knocked out. Turn around, she's gone. She ninja vanishes. And uh, yeah. And then we get this really cute scene between Lois and Clark. I love everything about their relationship. I love everything about this writing. Because we, we've gotten the Margot Kidder, Christopher Reeve, like, you're get out of my way, you're a nuisance. We got the Lois and Clark love-hate relationship. I, I didn't want to see that again. We've already gotten the, oh, Clark, you get on my nerves. It's nice to see her like... Fighting, yeah, because yeah. yeah. he's a hand, he's a he's a handsome dude. And well, she nerd, said he's big and gorgeous. You know, and nerd today doesn't mean doesn't mean the same thing as it meant in the eighties. That's right. That's true. You know, so you kind of have to uh, adapt it. The revenge of the nerds. Oh my dad! I was I watched that way too much as a kid. I think my dad thought it was a fun little comedy, <laughs> not this raunchy porky thing. <laughs> <laughs> they like smellow vision. That one. Oh, remember that you go to seven uh, trading card. I didn't know you're watching the movies smelling. Wait, you scratched really? a Revenge of the Nerds card while you watched the what could you have been smelling? I'm uh. I was like like someone vomited and it'd be like smell the card, and so you'd scratch to smell what they smell. It was like ah or someone was whatever it was. You never you didn't do really? that? Yeah, it was no. like that. It was like an interactive uh, TV event. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't. It was kind of <laughs> lame, website, but the idea was cool. It's kind of like uh, I just took a I just took a dub on myself. <laughs> Interactive <laughs> event time. Oh, <laughs> card doodle, number two. <laughs> That's doodle, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then it's not a post credit, but the last scene is Livewire or Leslie. I think her name is is trapped to a bed. Slade's obviously there. He's torturing her. Hey, hey. And what was the last line? It was Amanda had? Waller. You see Amanda Waller. You Amanda see... Waller's back there. They mentioned Task Force, Task Force X. They mentioned some other things. So we're getting an idea that there's a bigger world. Out. I thought Lex, we were going to reveal Lex Luthor. So we're going to get that revealed, but not yet. 
Um, if you guys can tell, I love this series. I think it's charming, delightful. It's not Superman the Animated Series. It's not that right. mature. It's, it's, it's sophisticated in its own way. It is a hybrid of anime. So if you're a pure anime lover, you might be like, what is this? If you don't like anime at all, you might be like, what is this? But if you're like me, a casual anime watcher, it does the job. And as a Superman fan, Rich, this is what I want James Gunn to make his was, movie like. You know why? Yeah, it I looks like all star Superman. Love it. Okay. Right. But what's so good about this content is it's it's a hundred percent Superman, but it's based around Clark Kent. Which it needs to be. Every Superman that- joint needs to be. And he, and get any Clark is not roaming around destroying trucks. Lost right. and soulless, trying to find his way. <laughs> no, right? He's no, getting he, on he, with his life. He, he has repaired, a friend. He repaired the city when he finished everything. Right? Yeah, he did clean up. Oh, good point, Rich. I forgot that. After his fight, he literally goes and puts like everything back. He puts the trucks back on the road. He repairs the sign, and it's like that—that that, as corny as you want to call it—that is Superman. Right. He's like, I got to clean up the mess now. That's Superman. Can't help but be good. That is Superman. Yeah. And the second he starts to feel down, he automatically gets a pick me up because he loves people so much. He loves his friends. He loves humanity so much. He can't stay down too long because there's a little girl who has a cat stuck in the tree. And it feels good to get that cat. He doesn't save people and it doesn't it, feel it, good. It does feel good to get that cat. Get that cat. Wow. And on that note, let's rank this thing. Let's man. rank this thing. Yo. Are we ranking it yet? Or are we just saying whether... Cause oh, we're... yeah. Oh, that's a yeah. good point. That's a good point. Well, I'm I definitely... Yeah, go ahead. I think we could rank this only because it is a strong part one and two. Like, we finished the conclusion of the beginning of this series. Like, this played right. like a mini movie. But if you don't want to rank it, I understand. I mean, I'll say this. 100% coming back. I mean, that's such an easy answer. Yeah. I'm coming back like wave caps and a tracks, man. Hated that. <laughs> wow. Uh, if I if I didn't have nothing else to watch, yeah, I'll, I'll probably watch it. Put it on it. Don't rich, secret not, invasions, this rich. Don't in secret invasions. I, I this. haven't watched episode three to secret invasion. Right? Is there three episodes now? Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't watched uh, episode two. To be fair, it's just it's just it's boring. It is. It really, is boring. Um, this wasn't man. boring. You might dislike it. You might think some things are corny, but were you bored watching this, Rich? Eh, it was mildly entertaining. See, and that's the key. We talk about this content, this content, and the cardinal sin for this content always is you can't be boring. You can be a little bit corny. You could not follow the source material. You can do this. You can do that. But once you cross the territory of boring, you've lost me forever. Batman, Doom, that came to Gotham. But... I still haven't finished that. Right? Oh, well, how come you haven't finished it, Lars? Because it's boring. That's why. But, you know, this is not perfect, but it's fun. It's lighthearted. It's appropriate for Superman. And I'm definitely 100% coming back. And it's not boring. It's fun. It's got greenlit for his second season already, I believe, too. It's got so a order. Two out of three um, brothers and some milk are coming back for this content. I'm definitely coming back to. Yeah. My 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 biggest issue is they drop. This doesn't feel like the kind of content you drop at midnight on Adult Swim. Right. No, it does. It's on Adult this Swim. Is, it comes out on Adult Swim first, and the next day on Max. 
but because like it, this is children's content. Like this is a child appropriate. It's like age appropriate content. Very age I appropriate. I watched Batman the, the, the Doom that came to Gotham. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. Chris. It's, it's um. What what are they, what are they going for that? I forgot the, it's the, like, the style. It's like Gotham by Gas. HP Lovecraft type. stuff. I kind of mm-hmm. like HP Lovecraft. I mean, Gotham by Gaslight was good. Was good. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't um that that um black exploitation Batman animated movie. Black exploitation Batman was better than Doom the Kids of Gotham. That was better. I am not surprised <laughs> that you said that, bro. Okay. Black exploitation Batman. <laughs> One hundred percent tracks. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's the show. Most of us are coming back, except Rich. Maybe, yeah, maybe. maybe. But <laughs> do we got some recommendations? We do have some recommendations. Come on, Bashy. Let's give our recommendations. Wait, Rich. Rich. Jack's not here, so you gotta do it. What do I gotta do? You gotta, so you sing, gotta it. sing it. Oh. Yes, Rich. Yes. Rich is a good sport, man. He is a great sport. All right. So uh, what, what I want to recommend today, it's easy. I want to talk about other DC. If you like this, other DC series you should watch. But I put a little caveat that are non-Diniverse. That means no Batman, wow. no animated series, no Batman Beyond, no Justice League. So I'm going to give you five series that are non-Diniverse. Rich is like, do they, do they exist? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Dini? Five. You got five. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Dini versus a thing. This uh, uh, Paul Dini was a showrunner. It was uh, Bruce Tim and, and Paul Dini were the showrunners for uh, Batman the MA series. And then after the MA series, they expanded into New Adventures of Batman, Superman the MA series, Justice League, the Justice League Unlimited. Static Shock is kind of a is kind of a loose affiliate uh, Zeta project and a couple other things. And uh, then some of the was, um that was kind of Dini verse. Some of the movies. Yeah, and then some, correct, and then some of the movies also. Yes. So, um, but these are non-Diniverse recommendations. Number one, Young Justice. Yeah. Hands yes. down. It's, Young Justice is probably the best series we've gotten since, since the Diniverse ended. I have, I, have, I have a hard time with the later seasons, though. Well, that's a whole difference. I'm talking season one and two, though. I agree with oh, you. I fire. 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 Um. Two, Brave and the Bold. Lawrence, you actually put me onto this. It's campy, but it's it's campy appropriate. So it's meant to be campy. So when it's when when it's that when that's the tone and that they understand the tone, and you understand that that's the tone, there's some good storytelling there. They're winking to the camera. It's like it's like the tick, Rich. It's yeah. like that it's humor like, where it's, a, it's it, like they know what they're doing and they know that they're ridiculous and it's awesome. right. <laughs> I feel like the tick is great. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Tickets is good. So and then, the bold and beautiful will be good too. The bold and the beautiful. Well, the bold and the beautiful is great. You should watch that. You should watch, also, you definitely watch that. Batman Brave and the Bold. It actually really is good. It's, it's yeah. fun. It's funny. Okay. Next, I have uh, where the uh, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn is fantastic. Oh, that is good stuff. Yeah, That's Harley Quinn. Stuff. Harley Quinn. I feel like they set up. They, they set a bar for R-rated content that. Mm. A lot of these adult cartoons are trying to emulate and Velma, Velma, yeah. and not successfully doing. Which actually, Man. I actually watched the whole thing of Velma, and it never got better. Oh, you watched the whole thing? You watched the whole thing? I watched the whole thing. Wow! I, I hate watched it because it was so bad. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, Green Lantern, the animated series. It was. Oh. It was pretty good. Um, 
not saying it was great, but it was pretty good. You check it out. Kilowog's in there. Um, there's a couple. It's it's pretty good. And then uh, Beware the Batman, which was really I, yeah yeah. I mean, to be fair, once you take out the Diniverse, you're kind of, and and I didn't go far back into like the '70s cartoons, like Super Friends and stuff like that. I just tried to pick from like modern day cartoons. It's a little bit slim picking. So Beware the Batman made it there by default. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Alfred's dope in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, can I give an honorable mention? Please do. It's not a great series, so Rich, don't roll your eyes. Okay. But it had some great episodes. The Batman. <laughs> the animated series it, that came it out. Did. Get out of here! Rich did not. He, he watched that recently for some strange reason. And he was yeah. like, this is trash. It you is. Know? It has some great episodes, especially Robin's episode and a couple episodes where, and when he meets Superman, that was a good episode. They had some good episodes. Yeah. Yeah, that's my list. Uh, Sebastian wanted to show you guys some of his Pokemon stuff and his his suit that he's wearing because reasons. Ladies and gentlemen, Sebastian. Sebastian St. Victor. Sebastian is wearing a Stormtrooper outfit that also has like a yellow stripe. He's wearing a Stormtrooper so, mask. So he's a strike trooper that we customized because he wanted to be different than all the other Stormtroopers. So Viv painted it. We put his initials on it. And uh, he has his his Nerf gun, which we have. It's like a real gun. It has weaver rails. We have all these adapters for it. You can take off the front. So oh, wow. it's pretty cool. So nice. that's his Stormtrooper nice. guy. But wait a second, wait a second. You know how powerful my costume is? How powerful? Wait and see. Okay. Shoot you in the face. Shoot you in the face. Okay. Shoot you in the face. <laughs> okay. For our podcast listeners, Chris is shooting his son in the face. Okay. Okay. There it is. Cool. This is shots. Did you feel anything, Sebastian? No. Wow. Nice. All right. It even hurt me. Wow. Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) You are your father's son. Chris, this is you. This is you. (laughs) Look how strong look at it. Yeah, it's pretty strong. Chris, have you ever put on a bulletproof vest and asked one of your friends to shoot you? I've worn a bulletproof vest. I have a bulletproof vest, but I've never gone that far. No. I feel like it's not too far gone. <laughs> super trooper in that. <laughs> yeah, super oh, no. super is rich. That little guy? Don't worry, no, don't about, worry about that little guy. <laughs> I got two more things to show. Quick, quick. Oh, okay. we're about to end. Quick, we're gonna what end. else you got? It's crazy. Oh. I feel the craziness. Oh man, he's he's grabbing something, everybody. Oh, this locked. is Chris's son, all right. Yes. It's what it was a lot. Pokemon Whoa. cards are back. Pokemon girl. cards are back. I, I got a lot. Hold on to those, Sebastian. Those are gonna be worth some money. Yep, yeah. you have to take good care of them. It's probably yeah. like a hundred Pokemon cards in my hand. At least. Wow. Nice. Okay. And show the last thing, then we gotta go. Sebastian, you have good parents. You know you have really good parents. I you have really good parents. Is that Pikachu? Yeah. That he built. You oh, built, built that Pikachu? Oh, was that Lego Sebastian? Pikachu? 
Mega blocks. Sebastian's holding a Mega Bloks Pikachu that he bought, and it is absolutely adorable. Wait, guess, guess, get that's not the only. Does poop come out? Oh, the tail moves. And okay. the tail moves. Does poop come out, Rich? Look at that articulation. <laughs> and, 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 and you know what else can do? What else? His ears can move. Ears move? Wow. You know, back in the day, Sebastian, our, our, our Legos didn't do anything. Nope. <laughs> and you got no, he did it. You're lucky we had wheels. Yes. Boy. Right. Well done. Let's wrap it up. We're good. All right. Good job. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this podcast. Thank you, Sebastian, for guest starring. I love when you jump in and show us some cool stuff. Yeah. Um, and and look, leave a review. It helps with the algorithm. We also got a YouTube channel. Check out the toy unboxings, the toy hunts. Check out all that stuff over there. And our reviews. You can see our beautiful faces as we give these reviews. Um, and check us out on social media, TikTok, Instagram. We're dropping content all day, every day. We'll be back. Same super time. Say super that time? Close enough. Yes. Okay. <laughs> sure. Peace. Peace. Peace.